Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hitting the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And did you guys enjoy that new intro music? What? The new intro oh, music. Oh, yes. What? New intro music. Yes. <laughs> Would like to thank the band Molded? Yes. Yes. Uh, so special shout out to them because they actually reached out to us to see if we wanted to use any of their music as podcast music. So now it is our new intro and outro music. Yes. If you want to find that song yourself, it's called Stacy Doll. So. Yeah. Anyway. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, go give them a listen. They actually get more tracks and stuff like that. I would say they kind of sound like the Pixies, the Cure, and like your typical 90s, almost like goth grunge. Their lyrics are very like spooky, which fits us to a T. Yes, it does. Which then again leads to the subject of today. But before we get to that, we have a few announcements. Yes. Talking to the mic. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um... If you haven't checked out already, we have the um, the first uh, Paranormal Investigators Roundtable up on our YouTube. Yes. Yes. And, and by then, the time listening to this, you'll be already found out, if you haven't already, that the uh, Roundtable is on podcast form. Yes. You can listen to that as well, if you don't have time to watch it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, watch it if you want, just to see our faces and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just see. Yeah. Well, I'm not on that one. No. I'm doing the psychic one, yeah. so I'm hosting the psychic one. Uh, which that one will be out like right before Halloween, like October twenty seventh, I think, was the date. Yeah. Um, I don't think haunted updates, do we? Uh, we did go investigating. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, back to a spot that we were investigating at, um, and caught some pretty cool evidence. Um. Uh. Oh yeah, you caught the shadow figure. Yeah, that shadow figure, which some people are saying it's Isaac's shadow, but. We re- it's, uh, if you, it's really hard to say it is. Like. No, and I would say if you go to our Instagram or um, Shadow Walker Paranormal Instagram, uh, we had the picture posted, and you basically see my back, and um, I have a flashlight aimed in the area where the shadow figure was caught. Now people are saying it's my shadow. Okay, it's not. If we want proof, looking look at me, look at the light shining to my back, and you actually see my shadow. You see my shadow outlining me. On the right, you just zoom in, you see my shadow, and then you see the shadow figure off in the distance. And the funny thing is, no one's in front of me to cast that shadow there. So I was thinking to myself, yeah, it could have been my shadow, but if you look closely, you see my shadow. It's very close to me. And this shadow is like a good 30, 40 yards away. So yeah. I was like, oh, crap, that's that's real. And I didn't even like see it until um because we have a remote psychic on our team named jess and i was showing like <clears throat> i always show her like the pictures and the videos from the uh investigation so she can maybe get anything or tell us like yeah this makes sense that makes sense whatever and she was like um i'm gonna need you to check that picture out because i see a full body like app on in front of isaac and i was like what And so I checked, and it literally, like, if you look at it, and I've asked a bunch of different psychics, I've asked a bunch of, like, other people just to look at it from an outsider's point of view, um, and they've all said, holy crap, what is that? Like, one psychic even mentioned, like, could it possibly be an elemental? Mm. But, like, it looks like, to me, it looks like, because that land is, I mean, there was native activity on it for a long time. Yes. And it almost looks like... Specifically the Croatoan tribe. Yeah. yeah. It 
specifically looks like they have like a, I know it because of soccer, but like shin guards, but made of animal fur. Yeah, you know, like, it looks like his shins are bigger than his legs. So like he's wearing like padding or armor on or his legs. Or boots, even like yeah. higher boots. But it looks like it's like I don't know, like a a longer like dress skirt thing. Well, but like they were they were dress things, but he had a belt on because it's like his midsection looks tighter than the rest of his body. Yeah, which yeah. I gotta look back at like the Croatoan like tribe, like what they looked like, and they reminded me like I think I did it one time and it they kind of remind me because like when we first went to a location when we first joined the original team uh i kept seeing like natives like looking at us and i wrote down like kind of like what they because they reminded me of more of like central american south american looking tribes like they had the very boxed haircut type i mean they couldn't but their hair was like you know that that kind of like boxy like it wasn't like the the typical like just long or like even the braided hair styles that you see on some of the American tribes, and so um, I remember looking it up and they have like it almost looks like Central American, uh, South American type of indigenous tribes. So yeah, and I think if I remember correctly, they had like that kind of attire too. Like they would wear is more of like the dress than like the buckskin pants if that makes sense mm. so i don't know i gotta look back but it literally looks like he's either carrying a hatchet or something in his hand yeah <laughs> like it straight up looks like a tomahawk like or just kind of like why is he and it's it's like you can't distinguish any details because he just made a shadow yeah yeah but that would make sense too because like i know to my right which i was like a, a couple feet behind isaac to my right, I kept turning and saying, like, hey, people are running up. And the other Megan who was next to me was like, yeah, people are running up, to Because you could hear, like, the, the rustle of the leaves. And it was kind of windy, but, like, you could hear, like, people running. And then um, Mike was all the way to the left, like, on his own little thing. Like, he was looking at something else. No, that's right. Yeah, because I remember at that point, he went into the far woods area yeah. where I couldn't go. And he actually, it, it's weird is that the... The area where we were, granted, it's all forest, but it had like a dip that went down about a good three feet, and it continued on. Yeah. And he was down there. Because I remember I walked up to him and I said, where are you? And he's like, over here. And he had to walk well, back like, uphill. The point is, when someone says it's a shadow, nobody had any kind of outfit that looked like what the shadow had on. Yeah. Like, nobody remotely had anything. Like, I was in Converse's and jeans. Megan was in jeans, no, leggings even, so it was tight to my skin, leggings. Megan was in, like, legging pants and, and, like, running shoes. And then you were in jeans and chucks. Yeah. So, even Mike, jeans and, and chucks. Oh, yeah, boots on. Boots. But not, like, high boots, like, what no. this guy was wearing. No. So... I mean, there's no way it could have been a shadow because, I mean, literally, that's that's the first thing that, like, caught my eye was what it was wearing. The shadow was wearing. We weren't wearing anything remotely like that. Yeah. I mean, believe me, we tried to debunk things before we actually put anything out there. But yeah. the fact that I could see my own shadow on, like, literally outlying me, if you look close in the picture, then I mm -hmm. see that off in the distance. I'm like, that wasn't mine. And you know what I don't like either? 
I'm going to kind of say this. Like, okay, I get it. Not everything is paranormal. And yes, you want to debunk. But don't come at the people like they're rude. Like, uh, rude. Like, the people that were saying, oh, it's a shadow. We're, like, so rude about it. Like, okay, you think it's a shadow. That's fine. You're allowed to think what you think about, like, evidence and stuff like that. But don't, like, just start, like, uh, we uploaded on TikTok, right? And Mm -hmm. the guy was like, hey. Haters are gonna hate. I know that's true too. He's like, dude, it's your freaking shadow. And it's like, peanut okay, butter, peanut butter and jealous. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I just, it just infuri- not infuriates I me. It's, not, it's just like, come on, like, be nice. Like, you think it's a shadow? That's fine. Just say, hey, you might want to relook. I think it might be a shadow. Yeah. Why people have to be so rude? I don't understand. Yeah, they're peanut butter and jealous. Oh gosh. But. We actually experienced a lot more things out there. Um, Mike then came in contact with natives and stuff like that. I came in contact with a couple of dark entities, but didn't stand a chance. Um, not with my ability. Um, yeah. And I think I took, I took uh, more than I thought would be out there when we were out there. Funny yeah. enough, it seemed quiet for a good period of time. And then yeah. close towards the end of when we were about maybe an hour before we, well, about, yeah, about an hour before we were planning to leave dark things started coming out of the woodwork well i think too something too when we were out there kept kind of giving us the feeling because we went live a couple of times Mm. uh kept giving like the feeling of suicide almost Mm. um like someone died of suicide out there and like this is a part of like a very big chunk of forest that stretches like along the east coast Mm -hmm. like it's it's it goes for a while and so um, like, I mean, you know, there could be bodies out there. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's our, the, uh, well, Mike, you, I know other Megan, they both had that, that sensation or the, uh, we had, just, I, that, I, that thoughts that there's bodies out there. Oh yeah. yeah. And that like, too, like we kept, like, I kept feeling like we were going to run into something we didn't want to run into. Yeah. Like not like like we were going to find something that was just not like we but all three of us kept getting that anxious anxious feeling like okay shoot we're going to pull up something that is not going to be good. Like we're going to have to call the pro- authorities on this probably. Mm. Like it, like I kept getting that feeling like uh I, I don't know, it's hard to explain like it just did not it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird feeling. Yeah, so if you want to see those lives and evidence, go to Shadow Walker Paranormal mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram, and we have links to all that stuff like that, so you can see that. But to move on with today's episode, today's episode is all about sounds and the paranormal, yeah, and how they intertwine. And there's more connections to it than I thought. Um, when it comes to vibrations, when it comes to hertz, uh, like uh, different level of hertz. Mm-hmm. Frequencies is the word I'm looking for. Um, when it comes to other kinds of sounds out there, like animalistic, that belong to uh, creatures and animals, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot more to sound. And especially how hertz or binaural beats and certain vibrations can create images. Yeah. Um, but one of the first things I want to talk about, because it's when I learned about it, I was like, what the shit, uh, is infrasound. Hmm. I don't know anything about infrasound. 
I haven't heard it either. Yeah, anyway. Infrasound is a low frequency, about 18 hertz, mm-hmm. um, that animals uh, use to communicate over uh, long distances. Like whales, elephants, hippopotamuses, stuff like that. Elephants actually use infrasound to vibrate through the ground to actually know where other elephants are by miles of distance. Um, but infrasound is essentially used in predatory big cats, hmm. tigers, lions, anything basically not of North America. Um, use infrasound to uh, make their prey seem calm. What? And docile, right? Hmm. Uh, zookeepers have actually, uh, and, and I guess people in the wildlife uh, reserves and stuff like that uh, have reported saying that uh, around big cats, sometimes when they purr or they growl, they roar le- uh, loudly. Um, they will start feeling calm and and like they want to relax in a situation when they shouldn't. Right? Hunters have explained that too. Why? Why hunting in Africa with lions and big cats like that? They felt that. Well, what, why am I relaxing? I should be alert, right? Now, the only big cat that's in North America. Most of Mexico and up to North America and even Canada is quiz time. Oh, what? You don't know? No. The mountain lion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I know. <laughs> that is the only I big cat. For a second. <laughs> yeah. Big cat on in North America that's naturally from here. Mm-hmm. Now, they do not create infrasound. Mm-hmm. They have no need to. Right? Um. Or they never had the ability to, because they're, they're not technically related to the same feline family. Mm-hmm. Uh, same goes for bobcats and stuff like that. They're not, it was another big cat, but they're relatively small to semi-big, like medium size. But like yeah. the big predatory cats, right? Because mm-hmm. they'll basically hunt humans and deer and stuff like that, mountain lions. They have no infrasound because they're not related to the other big cats like tigers and lions and stuff like that. They're actually more related to the house cats. Funny mm. enough, yeah. House cats and mountain lions are technically really in the same family. Mm. Yeah. Um, so they, they don't create infrasound. Say for our cats, when they purr, that's essentially not infrasound. It's a higher frequency of hertz. That's why it calms you down as much as it does us. Mm. But uh, what's scary, when I get to the point about all this, I want to give you a little class, <laughs> is that people have reported in northern parts of America, especially the forested areas, of hearing vibrational sounds that have caused them to be docile or uh, caused uh, fear sometimes. Mm. Now, there is another animal uh, reported through history that created infrasound to make their prey seem calm and stuff like that or use infrasound to cause their prey or things that are predatorial to them to back off and go away. Right, mm-hmm. they'd create this sound through a growl or a roar or something like that to basically make their prey or make predators leave them alone, and that was a great ape. Oh wow! Of the North American areas now, prehistorical, you know, whatever like that. We have millions of years ago. The great apes used to live in North America, stuff like that. Now, the point I'm getting across is that if there is a sound out there in the woods that humans are hearing that's making them not want to go in a certain area or cause them to feel relaxed. There's only one creature supposedly in those areas that would create that sound. That's Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Dang. Right? Mm-hmm. So that gives some evidence, because I know we have a lot of cryptoid fans, <laughs> of the realisticness of of Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Because 
if you want to go in scientificness, if Sasquatch still exists and stuff like that, they would see humans as predatorial creatures. We might have hunted them a long time ago, natives here, Latin Americans, stuff like that. Um, and they know how dangerous we are. So they create a sound that causes us to be afraid to go in that area. Dang. Versus for them fight us. Uh, and they may be descendants of the great apes that existed a long time ago. So. Dang. Yeah, infrasound. Dang. Did I blame my there? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? And then? Uh, yeah, because when I learned about that, I was like, holy shit. Because um, that makes a lot of sense. And this is all scientific level stuff. So there is scientific proof of a creature yet to be discovered, or it already has been, we just haven't labeled it, that creates an infrasound that makes humans not want to go around. Dang. And it's a vibration at a hertz frequency that is, you can't hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't physically hear it, but you feel it. It mm-hmm. causes you to feel those things. Yeah. Yeah. So, you went on that route. So, the route that I'm taking when it comes to the sound in the paranormal is kind of tuning into psychic abilities with Claire audience. Yeah. Because I, f- I think I'm pretty sure I am clear audience because there will be times where I'm like, hey, do you guys hear this? And then people like everyone on the team or like someone that I'm with goes, oh, what? No, but I hear this. It's clear as day. No. And so that happened a couple of investigations ago where I kept hearing this girl go, Hannah, I'm Hannah. And I was like, did anyone hear Hannah? And I was like, no, we didn't hear that. We didn't hear that. And long and behold, if you replay the audio, it says, hi, I'm Hannah Sue. Like, from an investigation. Mm. So, I think, like, and I've always been kind of able to hear spirits. Um, so basically, for those of you that don't know, clairaudience is the power to hear things said to exist beyond the reach of ordinary experience or capacity, such as the voices of the dead. So, yeah. Um, You're right. Yeah, sorry. I, uh, I don't know what it is about recording recently. It's just been really, really hard. Like, it. I don't know if it's the microphones or what, but things just try to channel in. Um, but maybe it's because I'm actually sitting down and relaxing, and they're like, "Hey, it's our opportunity." She stopped. Her mm-hmm. brain is just on one, you know, wavelength. Um, but so, Claire, audience, I know I use a lot. Um, like when I'm out, the best way to put it is like even sounds like um. Okay, here's a good example. The other day, I was getting a warning about a darker entity, like kind of like approaching. And before, like before the vision came in, I started hearing a music box. And it was like just dun 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 dun. And I was asking, you know, like, Isaac, you hear that? No. Do you see anything around that could be making that noise? No. And I was just going dun 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 dun. And I was like, what the heck? What is that? And then out pops this little girl. And she's wearing a pink dress. I mean, this is like, because I have, um, oh, shoot, I forgot the name of it. When you see it, Claire, Claire, I forgot all the Claire's. I know Claire audience, but there's like Claire something about like seeing. 
like the all seeing. Mm. And uh, she was wearing a pink dress holding a teddy bear. And she was like going around in a circle around Ring the Rose, like the pattern of Ring the Rosie. And she sang a song, but it wasn't Ring the Rosie. It was like a, a cryptic type of song. And uh, I said it, I wrote it down and it made sense to us on what it was, what it was talking about. But um, I had to call my guides in and be like, hey, you know, like, stop her. I don't want her channeling in. And I said, like, hey, you don't have permission to channel in. Go. Right. And I could see her, like, stomping with the bear. And then I didn't I didn't see anything else. But the music box wasn't present. I was hearing the music. So I think with psychics, too, sound is very important because, like, the music box, the, the way it let me know was that. It was like, it was telling me I'm going to, like, for instance, okay, music box. It's something that kids have or whatever. And it's like girly kind of. And, but the way it was being distorted made me feel like, okay, you're going to see this girl, but it's not going to be a girl. It's something else. It's dark. It's mimicking a girl. And so... Of course, when she came through, that, in fact, was a darker entity disguising itself as a girl. And I think, unfortunately, when she encounters people, she makes she really makes them think that she is a girl. She's not. She's something darker. Because that's a that's a thing I want to touch on, too, on a further episode is children's spirits, because there's a lot of like different viewpoints on whether children's spirits exist or not are they true but real quick i know this is not on sound but i also kind of got like a download of information about atonement and i think this is important with children's spirits like with atonement so basically through our human experience right we atone to things throughout our life that things maybe we did as a in, in the past and then you work your way through and you get forgiveness you know you atone for the things that you did if you don't by the time you die and you still feel like you did nothing wrong that's when people get stuck in the nether but then you're wondering why the heck are children's spirits stuck behind why are, are some people that didn't really do anything bad stuck behind is because the people that are s- supposed to atone for what was done to them is still alive here on earth and they're supposed to essentially help them atone. You know what I'm saying? All uh, right. Uh, Does that make sense? Sorry. Yeah. I just like threw that at people. I don't know. That was a download I got. But because I, I know Why I said. Talk about that in a further episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I know that was a lot. I, I literally got that. Um A while. Well, no, it happened because I was watching. Funny enough, I was watching Merlin with my grandmother. And I just happened to sit down at that point, and then it was like a flood of just downloaded information came from that. It was like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into all of that, because then I'm just rambling. But uh, but yeah, so it shed some light on children's spirits, why like some spirits are stuck here that are children. Because, you know, you think, well, they should automatically go on. Well, I always assume some were too afraid to move on. Yeah, and if if it was something like they were killed, well, that person has to atone to what they did, and they don't feel like they need to go to the light yet. That person needs to atone for what they did. They get justice in a sense. 
So, yeah. I don't know. That was a download. Hmm. And a funny thing I thought you want to talk about is binaural beats. Oh, yeah. Binaural beats. What do you say? Binaural beats. Binaural beats. Binaural beats. Binaural Well, funny enough, um, when it comes to one of the things we, we talk about as being psychic or anything like that, or just being, you know, when helping you with, like, meditating and stuff like that is uh meditation style music which you can go on youtube and find like endless amount of videos on it but what i found is um that binaural beats actually help unlock suppose your pineal gland or your third eye um to access your mind better and mm-hmm. a sense of memories from speaking to your spirit guides from all those access stuff like that and meditation granted you can meditate in silence if you want if you're mm-hmm. a psychopath um <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but, and say, say a mantra or whatever like that. But I, well, I know I have ADHD. I've been diagnosed already. But it's hard to silence my mind. Um, and I find that Barrel Beats music, style like that, or Hertz level music, which I'll go into a little bit later, um, actually helps me unlock and calm my mind enough for me to meditate and to see what needs to be said and anything like that. And I know it actually helps you sleep. Yes, it actually. So I get some wicked, like, so I get a lot of visions and downloads and stuff like that. Like right before I'm in that like sleep awake state, like I could be trying to fall asleep, and when I'm trying, like I'm in that like hee ho of like awake and asleep. Um, I get like a lot of visions that way, and binaural. Uh, Beats, sorry, I can't say it right. I have, I have, it's weird. I don't know. Um, like if I listen to it while I'm trying to fall asleep, I'll, I'll really go into that, that state where I get visions and it literally calms me down and I feel better afterwards. Like a lot of the times if I take a nap, I'll play the binaural beats out loud. Um, I'm trying to think too, like I know a lot of people, like with my meditation, for some reason, I can get visions like from music and the music is actually how I connect with entities. I've had it where they've been from a specific time period or there's something specific about songs with them or there's, I even get messages in music. Um, so music is very, it's always, I've always listened, like been an active listener of music and probably if I didn't have other career paths and I was actually like talented at music making, I'd probably be a musician of some sort. That's just my love for music, like how much I love it. Well, technically and, you were at a point in time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I did keyboarding. <laughs> for my death chord band. Yeah. We tried uh, to go a Winds of Plague route, but it didn't work out the way we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Yeah, <laughs> anyways. Uh-huh. And I did do some band stuff, like, in middle school, but I didn't really keep on with it. But yeah. So sometimes like I will be listening to a song and it'll get stuck in my head and I'll just keep hearing it and hearing it. Like there was one, I forgot the actual correlation to like the entity, but I kept hearing, do you believe in magic? Like over and over and over and over again. And I just kept wanting to hear it and I didn't understand why, like why. And then I found in the, in the song lyrics, there was messages. So if there's like a song that I hear, I keep hearing and I want to listen to it. And it's like, I don't even like this song. I don't even know who sings this song. And I look at the lyrics and there's messages hidden in between. Like there was a, um, 
there was one time I was like really frustrated with my abilities and I was kind of like in a dark night of the soul kind of like situation. Yeah, it's a part of being psychic. And like I give you a confused face because I've never heard that. Yeah, it's before. basically I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like when you're like you're purging everything as you're building yourself. I, I don't know. It, you can look it up. There's a lot of TikTokers that say stuff about that. Anyways, um, but I think I was in that phase where I just felt like I was just blah. I just felt like blah. My abilities just felt blah. Kind of felt like I was at a standstill. And I just didn't understand like what was going on and my thinking and all of that. So uh, I kept hearing this song and I was like, I don't even know who this song is by. So I typed in the lyrics and it was Sorry. speaking of sound. I think I just heard something. My left. Yeah, I just heard someone in my left ear. Oh. That's okay. Just keep going. Mm. Uh, I need a do not disturb sign for not for the spirits, not the people in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just kidding. Um, but I looked up the song and I kept listening to it and kept listening to it. And then eventually it was like, hey, what's the message? So I looked at the lyrics and I was able to like look at a certain specific part of the lyrics. And it made total sense 100% as to what I was going through and the message that I needed to hear to go forward. So, yeah, so music is really important, and and that refers to sound with my abilities. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Well, um, funny enough, I never... Oh, uh, the other thing that... I, at least my train of thought. The other thing I wanted to talk about that mm-hmm. involves... Um, with with music and stuff like that. Now, it's it's hertz, it's frequencies, mm-hmm. right? Um, frequencies and different frequency levels can actually heal people. Mm-hmm. Is what they found out. Now, if you're dealing with a headache or any kind of like body problems, stuff like that, um, with healing, hearing a certain level of hertz can actually create some kind of healing effect. Whether it's placebo or real, yeah, it's still debatable. Yeah. But what I kind of find out is that the different levels of hertz style stuff. Now, whether you believe in chakras in your body or not, whatever, um, it's it's up to you. But certain frequencies notes can actually uh, pinpoint a certain chakra you would say in one's body I didn't know this per se alright now let's start with the root chakra which is you know pelvic area mm-hmm. pee pee and such oh my gosh <laughs> um, 432 hertz note A is the best way to get to that mm-hmm. now, right if you go up 480 hertz um, note B how about the Sacral? Yeah, sacral. What is that? Your gut? Uh, right above the stomach chakra. I don't know if or that below. is. Right below. Right below, yeah. Anyway. Uh, then you got a solar plexus, which is mm-hmm. a stomach. That's at four, uh, 528 hertz. Mm-hmm. And then your heart chakra is uh, anywhere between 552 and 624 hertz. Mm-hmm. Um, at uh, notes uh, D sharp, D, and C, which I probably should be listening to that because I always get stuff on my... Heart chakra. Anyway, uh, throat chakra is 672 hertz mm-hmm. uh, with note E. Now, mm-hmm. if you listen to this, that style of music, what I'm trying to get point is that style of hertz level music in that note, it would help out that specific chakra. Mm. Is what they're saying. Um, the brow chakra? I've never heard of that one before. 
720 hertz at note F, mm. right? And then, of course, the crown chakra at 768 hertz at note G. The brow chakra is the third eye? Crown. No, the, the brow. Was the, the brow, I think, it would probably run the third eye, right? Yeah, that would make sense because yeah. it's, like, right there. Yeah. Um, But what is interesting about binaural beats and hertz style frequencies and vibrated certain frequencies is that I know, I don't know if you've ever seen that test or experiment done where they get a speaker and some kind of vibrated plate on top and they put sand and they change the frequencies and the sand makes patterns and shapes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Right. They make geometrical shapes, right? Sound, not music. Sound makes geometrical shapes. Now that has to go back to the theory of how the pyramids were built and how um, people moved these great stones without barely anything. And the theory is that they used sound. That if sound, um, there's some story, whether it's true or not, I, I heard one time of this guy who early, early in the like 1900s, right, traveled to Bet or uh, around that and found, talked to the monks and saw the monks, he witnessed this, uh, using musical instruments from trumpets, drums, and other things, lift. A two-ton stone, by playing certain notes and levels, picked it up and saw it levitate and then moved it. Dang. Right? So the, the theory is that the hertz level of sound vibrations, depending on what sound, can actually move things. Now, we've used sound in current science right now to actually, um, we call it, break up people's kidney stones um, and stuff like that and actually help with people's health. But one of the shapes that's seen across the entire world and every religion and all parts of the entire planet is the flower of life uh, symbol. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Certain Hertz style or Hertz music create the shapes of the flower of life. Mm. Right? So the connection of sound with a symbol that's seen across the entire planet from all different areas, and all different religions and creeds and people, from the Aztecs to the Egyptians to the Vikings... All across the entire planet, even to uh, in in, uh, in Oriental countries like Japan and China, the symbol is seen everywhere, mm-hmm. connected to sound. Hence, why I always said this: sound and the paranormal usually go hand in hand because we could probably use sound, which we technically do now, to connect to the other side. Now, uh, my ability yet to be defined to a hundred percent, which is called Shadow Walker right now. Um can create, I believe, vibrations in the ground when I do my my ground pull, as they yeah. say. And I always wondered if I played a certain Hertz level music, would it help or would it hurt me at the time of doing so? Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's crazy because I've been really thinking about incorporating music, I think, into investigations. Well, we, we've used music before, Native American music and places like that, to help us connect to the tribes there and let them know that we're peaceful and stuff like that. Yeah. Which it does help. Like they say that if uh, – this is one of the questions in the paranormal roundtable that mm-hmm. was brought up. If dressing up or using historical images or sound can help spirits be more open to communication because you're putting them in their time period essentially. Yeah. And it's it's worked for some people and it's worked for know, anyone who's ever tried anyway. But music especially – I seem to have a connection. Yeah, because there's that saying that, like, music connects everyone, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think even back, 
I mean, you think the native tribes, music is big with them. You know what I mean? Um, any tribe, any, any, like, tribe, music is important. Even current times, today with people, music is important. And so I'm thinking of, I don't know, I, I, like, I keep getting pulled to use music in investigations. And so I'm trying to figure out, like, how to go about that. Like, okay, well, we're in the middle of the woods. How am I going to go, you know? Yeah, portable speakers. Or, well, no, I know that. But what I'm saying is, like, how am I going to pick the music or whatever? And um, there's actually been people that have gotten messages, like, psychics claim that this has happened to them. Stuff like that. They've gotten messages through music. And so, like, it'll switch to a song. Like, um... I that that's actually happened to me. Like if I put the playlist on shuffle, um, for instance, there's a specific person I needed to get a message from or get about a present person. Like this person's alive, um, and my playlist, and I kept ignoring the message. I didn't want to hear the message in a sense. I just I didn't want to hear the message, and it kept playing music that actually we connect to like me and that person like we've talked about this type of music before and i've used it like to connect with that person and so it kept playing the music and i'm like i don't want to hear a day to remember i don't want to hear you know what was it a mirror i don't want to hear that but they were giving emory or a mirror i keep going back to a mirror but it was emory Amir's like deathcore hardcore and emory is like indie rock and well you know turn it I don't know. No, Amir. <laughs> yeah, Amir's heavy. Amir's not I think heavy. It's Amir. I think it's Amir. I don't I don't know. I just know it was like an E and an M starting. All right. But it kept co- it kept like those two specific bands kept coming up over and over again and I'm like, I haven't listened to them in years. I'm not even on a thing where the playlist would play that. Um Yeah. So yeah, music is a big, like, message bringer for me. And, like, I'm able to connect. Like, I feel like for whatever reason for me, if you... <sighs> I'm hearing my name being called. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you give me someone that died, a, for whatever reason, a song that connects them to that song... Like, it's either their favorite song, it's something that, you know, was playing when they were doing stuff, um, that kind of thing, and it uh, can connect me and I can go to it. Like, for instance, I've never met your friend that passed. My I've never, yeah, yeah, I've never met him. I've never, we weren't together when you were friends with him. I don't know. All I know is what he looks like. You gave me a picture and you said that he was obsessed with the Saint Anger Metallica album. Yeah, so Metallica fan he was. Anyways, so (laughs) you asked me if I ever possibly could connect with him to get like messages or whatever. And so one day I was like, you know what, let me, because as soon as you said that, I started hearing, and I've not, I haven't listened to the Saint Anger uh, Metallica album. As no one should. Anyways, (laughs) it started playing in my head the Saint Anger, like that song. And so, um, actually, I think I heard that song a long time ago, but I haven't heard it 
years yeah. and it started playing i could hear it in the distance and so i was like because i get kind of weary like i don't know i feel weird like when i actually like if it, they come to me i'm fine but like going to them i don't really it freaks me out a bit and so all of a sudden i get sucked into this living room it looks like a living room and i see this young kid just like headbanging to the saint a- anger album it's like playing on this on this little like cd player right and he's just like totally going out and i described to him to you the living room what he was wearing what he was doing i couldn't speak to him for whatever reason i got kept getting thrown like out of the vision i guess because that was a little bit of my self-doubt and like self like i was scared to do it um so it kept throwing me out of the vision but you were like, shit, that's his living room. We spent most of our time in the in his bedroom, but that's his living room. And so, I don't know. I guess that's just part of my thing. You give me a picture of what they look like. You give me the song connected. I'll listen to the song, and bam, it'll put me there. But you've done it with other people, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Because I know, like, when spirits, like, when I don't necessarily go to them, but they kind of are coming to me to... And they've already... They're not stuck in the nether, I should say. They're not stuck here. They're already crossed. They're already over there. Because that's what people, I think, don't understand and question is that, okay, well, I believe that they cross over to the other side. Why wouldn't my family cross? They can't come and say messages. Yeah, they can. And when they come... When they, you know, they've crossed and they come down to give you a message in a sense or whatever. It's a different <clears throat> aura. Like, like I spoke to your grandfather. Yeah. No. Remember that? Yeah. And I, I've met him in real life, but I've never actually, like, I've never seen, like, where he's from. I've never seen, I've never been there. <clears throat> Anyways, before I had drifted off to sleep in that in-between, I started seeing this man. And he comes in and he sits in this room. And he sits on a chair and he starts, like, writing. And I'm like, oh, I know who you are. You're Isaac's grandfather, Felix. And um, he turns and smiles. And I, I, I told you what he looked like. Like, obviously, I know what he looks like. Mm. But, like, what he was wearing, what the room looked like. What? Oh, my gosh. Something is just talking, and I... <clears throat> you feel something? Mm. Yeah. Anyways, so... um, he, he, I was able to hear him, but I was I, I described to Isaac what the room looked like, and he was like, holy crap, that's the, the house he grew up in Mexico. And then, um, and like that's stuff like he would wear and stuff like that. Um, because he was writing, he was writing something. And I asked him, Why, why are you writing? And, uh, he was like, Well, eventually I'm going to give you a message to, to give to Isaac through writing, automatic writing. And, um, two, like, for instance, him seeing, like, if I see somebody that's already crossed over, and is like in the light and all that stuff they bring a light with them like for instance it, it there was like light beaming from him if that makes sense mm-hmm. when i think they're stuck in the nether it's kind of just like gray 
You know what I'm saying? Like they're stuck. They can't, they're not in darkness, but they're not in the light yet. Yes. <coughs> Sorry, my throat's going dry. I'm probably hitting a point where I'm not supposed to say anymore. So continue. <laughs> well, um, that's one of your many psychic abilities that you hold mm-hmm. is and, and 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 basically lame things is that if you have a picture of somebody and you give Megan their favorite song, uh, essentially you can find them and talk to them. And language doesn't seem to be a problem because my grandfather doesn't speak English. Never did. And yet you understood everything he was telling yeah, me. Yeah, he was speaking in perfect English. Yeah. Which I've never heard him speak English in my entire life. I mean, he had an accent, like a thick accent. Um, There's another time where, I mean, there is, it depends. I guess it might be how they want to be presented to you. Because there was one time, but see, this guy was like stuck in the nether. He was stuck here. Um, He was... I don't know if he was Swedish and he said he was here from a war of some sort. And I know in, I don't know like what Swedish Sweden's role was in world war two or world war one, but there was, there was rumors. I don't know if it's confirmed or what, that they held like war war world war one or world war two prisoners here. And, um, he, he basically, he was speaking in like Swedish. I couldn't understand him. It was like weird. I kept hearing like this, this, like these words. I was like, what the heck? I remember on ghost tube, I switched it to Sweden, Swedish. And that's when messages kept coming through. And then I was able to understand what he was saying. So. I mean, not all the time, but sometimes, I mean, it'll come through for whatever reason with your grandfather. And I think maybe because he crossed, I was able to understand him in English. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll have to yeah. give people one thing like yeah. that. So but- in, in plain terms, my abilities focus a lot around sound and music and stuff like that. Well, music is a connection to memory and, and stuff like that. So if there's anything to help people travel through time, it would be essentially music. You hear a certain song, you even smell a certain smell, your senses, right? It triggers a past memory. And music seems to be the most powerful one to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a, my cousin's uh, wife. She actually went into uh, teachings and schooling to help people therapeutic-wise with music. Especially people with dementia and Alzheimer's, and yeah. helping them retain memories through that. Yeah, I, that's I don't, all she ever told me. I don't know how far she's gone with those studies or anything like that, but I remember she was in those things for for doing that, right? But what I but my my the whole reason I wanted to do this episode in a sense of sound and how it relates to the paranormal is that sound itself, the vibrations, which is technically all music is, is just frequency and vibrations played at different levels and different notes um, from the dawn of history. As far as we know, till now, music has always been a constant, always. Mm-hmm. And sound, related to that, obviously, is the, the frequency you hear. Um, and with a certain levels of music, we can achieve great things. And certain sounds, certain frequencies, and certain beats, certain music, certain notes, we can do a lot of things that most people don't put much science into, or at least much study into anyway. But... Um, I have a few experiments that I want to try involving sound combined with my ability and investigations, but that'll be for future future stuff to do. Um, 
it'll probably report back on how how it went. But um, yeah, I, something that I wanted to try. Well, but. one thing they even say too is like I remember there was some TikTok video that like I stumbled upon about hearing certain sounds and what that means. Like um, I think they were saying like and oh, that's me scratching my leg. It was like a chalkboard. No, that's not what I heard. No. Sorry, guys. Like I said, this is perfect. It's like sound. And anyways. Yeah. Um, but they were saying like angelic tones. Like if you start hearing like almost like high pitched flute or harp, that sometimes that means like there's an angelic being around. And uh, that I actually started hearing that recently. Like it was like a almost like a flute or like. Like the higher notes on a flute and like harpy sounding, if that makes any sense. Mm. Um, but one weird thing that my ears started doing, and I've never had this problem before, is the ringing. Well, no, okay, I've had the ringing for a long time, well, but it's like not, it's not just you. Mm-hmm. It's it's anybody. Well, anybody surrounded the paranormal enough, you start gaining this ability, which is not really an ability. I think it's a human thing. A sense that we don't really put for much much to into mm-hmm. and involves sound and it's the ringing mm-hmm. from the left ear to the right ear. Yeah, and as we were told, left ear ring means listen, right ear means warning. warning. So normally, if it's like a right right ear ring, it's like hey, you know, watch out, beware. Um, left ear is like maybe like someone's trying to communicate something like that. Yeah. And but my ears started doing this weird. Thing where they like tunnel in if that makes any sense it's like i stuck one of those things those like horn looking things in my ear and like <laughs> my ear is like expanding like it's weird and that came with when i started to hear stuff and people were like no i don't hear that but i hear it no i don't hear it so i don't know that yeah, hearing voices and sounds so oh. Your psychic abilities will allow you to do that. Um, but I think we'll, we can probably keep going on this about for music and sound because that's one of my favorite subjects is music. But we had this episode before on music and the paranormal, but I really wanted to just focus on sound and the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's uh, move on. I guess, yeah, we can probably end it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, what is. Uh, next week's so next week's is this is the month of october and we're trying to keep it spooky for yeah you. so it's not necessarily demonic because i know someone said they literally uh we're not very fond of our demonic episodes that it like freaked them out a little bit too much as it should yeah, yeah. which we have some stuff coming up in october about that um but i'm not gonna spoil it but next week we're gonna talk about something that i personally saw as a kid and like and is what I'm going is Halloween. Yeah, he's dressing up as it for Halloween, so. <laughs> but the hat man. Mm. So for those of you that don't know about it, it's basically the shadow entity that a lot of people have said they've seen. And I've seen a lot of correlations between psychics and mediums with seeing this as a kid. And it's basically this guy in like a trench coat. There's been kind of mixed feelings whether or not it's like evil-ish feeling or if it's just like very monotone spirit in a sense 
Um, for my personal experience, I'm starting to get chills. I don't know why. My personal experience, and someone's grabbing the back of my head. Okay, that's right. That's weird. Ugh. Anyways, so, um, basically, for me, like, when I was a kid, I would see him stand and stare near my closet. And I've always had bad things with my closet. For some reason. And I'll kind of talk more about that in that episode. But we're going to share some encounter stories. And like. Professional opinions between. Whether or not this thing is true or fake. There's been some documentaries about it. Um, about sharing like people's experience. Um, shadow figures in general. I'm not very fond of. I don't. Bleh. But specifically the hat man. Yeah. It's going to be him. Yeah. And his encounters and people have stories in the past. Some people have encounters with him that's been horrifying. Some people have actually saw him as a protector. Yeah. So I guess it all depends so, on the person. But we'll go through different yeah. you know, encounter stories. About yeah. Him. And so um, when I would see him, he would come with this girl. And I'll go more in detail. I think I've talked about it before in the Don't past. give it all away. I know. I, I just I'm, I'm looking forward to scaring the shit out of people. Oh my gosh! Just like stand by the. <laughs> I'll just stand next to a tree in the shadow area. Like, ah, ah. Yeah, I think you're bigger than he is, though. Like, broader. Well, shorter. I, I would assume he's just taller. Yeah, he's very tall. No face. <sighs> Sorry, I'm hearing stuff again. Yeah, let's go ahead and cut it off. <laughs> yeah, before, I'm, I'm pretty EVPs. sure. Yeah. If you hear EVPs in this episode, let us know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So let's look forward to next week. Uh, we do have more bonus episodes coming out this month. Yes, um, and some very good ones too. Yes. And uh, look forward to Paranormal Roundtable episode two on YouTube yep, and, then and then the audio version, which is coming out what? So the audio for the first one's going to come out October third. So it probably was already it's already out by the time you listen to this. By the time you listen to this, and then you said October fifteenth for the second one, right? Hold on, why am I on that? Look at your calendar. Yeah. Yeah, October 3rd, and then... Um, October 15th. What are you looking at? October 19th. 19th? It's going to be the... Yeah. Now, when's it coming on YouTube? Oh, YouTube, October 15th. That's what I said. Yeah, and then October 19th. Is the audio. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the following Monday, since you had the audio, would come out. Yeah. And then your second round table is coming at the end of the month. Yeah. When we have a more defined date. Yes. And so yeah, those are good things to look forward to, you guys. So um, as always, you can check out our social media, Hidden in the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden in the Shaw 6 on Twitter, uh, Hidden in the Podcast 2 on TikTok. Or if you want links to all of social media and all places, platforms you listen to us, you can go to HiddenTheShadowsPodcast.com, where it has links to all our social media, all our uh, links where you can listen to us, and also links to our merch store. Yes. You can actually buy a shirt. And help us out. Yes. You know, keep the lights on and stuff. Oh, my gosh. No, not that dramatic. <laughs> um, and other and things like that, too. But we also have blog spots and you know other interviews we've done. But, yeah, so look forward to next week, guys, and the rest of this month, because mm-hmm. this is the month for us paranormal podcasters. Yes. 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 And as always, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one. Yes.
this month.